0: <laughs> this is on filter vitamin Z, being brought to you by Zaid. Copy my notes a little bit, cause I had notes on the phone that I'm using to record, and I got the other phone. Big advice: have more than one phone, even if you don't plan on like using the other one. Just in case. If you got the old phone and you get a new phone, keep the old phone for some shit. Travel with the older phone, keep the nice and new one at home just in case you get robbed or you lose it or some shit like that. Just, you know. From Espana to California. From Espana. I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about, but I was just going to talk. You know how I do. This is. Is the microphone working? Hello. I really hope this shit's working. I really have hate to have recorded this entire It's green. The light on on this shit is green. I can't really show y'all. Um but this shit is green. So if it's green, green mean good. Cause I like I got a green light on the camera right here. So and it's recorded, so it should mean it's working. Let me skip the side. The headphones are not connected to the to this they have to have connected to the computer so i can still play music while i'm talking because i would used to use the phone to record audio but since i want to incorporate more video components increase my content marketing capacity you know what i'm saying to to promote youtube shorts to create videos because we are visual creatures these days even kids when you talk about a new song the kids they want to go straight to the youtube and boom look at the video look at the music video or the artwork or whatever i mean it's just easier to have the visual stimulation with what we're hearing and shit like that and i just got this setup never mind i already talked about it in the previous clip that you that you're gonna see anyway from a different day and we're chilling just it was a super sunday a long walk not that long but like long mentally thinking and doing all types of shit in the middle of a lot of different things I, i don't even got time to put on an undershirt i don't the, the, the band messy. is a day where you just say Fuck it, gotta do what you gotta do And worry about the little things later You know what I'm saying? Last time what I was talking about was It didn't record I shot a whole The audio version of the last podcast episode If you're hearing this, the audio's there But the video aspect didn't work I was on the computer And I was recording And at the end, it was just black screen wouldn't upload So disappointed. I went and bought this light and I bought this... Fuck, I'm having a stroke. This microphone thingy, and I bought this little tripod with which I can use my phone because the, the guy in the video was talking about that. Sure, you can talk by a nice camera, but the good thing is to have, you know, good good audios to be working here and stuff. so that's why we got this thing have a good light and then the the video camera aspect comes in later so the phone quality is perfectly fine this is just what you can do on a good budget i spent 120 bucks for this shit so it's like all right cool i'm gonna rock with this <clears throat> the key is not necessarily having the finest equipment but at least upload it you know what i'm saying to make reels to make uh videos to extract from my pocket that's the method that's what i'm gonna be doing now that's what i've been learning from other people like the roommates podcast like um fresh and fit like uh doing from groupated to music you know he's always recording videos but it could be aspect of the podcast could be just him recording and then he knows what he's looking at and he can extract certain things and make a reel out of it make a short out of it um and i think that's a more efficient use of my time than just waiting for like inspiration and you can just record and always have that footage and then i mean sometimes there's so many different videos that he's uploaded but in the same shirt so we're going to rock with that. And that goes back to the consistency, right? What type of habits do we create? And what type of methods do we allow ourselves to be? What type of methods do we get ourselves accustomed to that creates more efficiency? For example, on the negative aspect of this, there's the axis point of like, you're not trying to lose weight by constantly buying the junk food in your house you know what i'm saying that's not going to work so when you've eliminated that when you're not buying you're not going to tell yourself i'll just have a little bit once in a while no the more it's there in front of you the more you're going to do it so same thing with like your routine your desk your workspace the more certain things you continue to put in 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 front of you and access to you and the more you're reminding yourself what you need to be done and you're making it easy on yourself for your future self your future self can go ahead and continue that habit and the once that habit gets continued, it just becomes like a muscle, like a drug that you have to keep using. Left light, left light, sitting on the corner was dying at the bottom. Left light. Yeah. Let me talk about this. This quote from Voltaire, man. I can't believe I've never heard this quote be- before. And I'm seeing it happen so much around my life now, where it's like certain things you can say. That might be true but not necessarily need to be said or heard at that moment of time voltaire said everything you say must be should be true <clears throat> excuse me everything you say should be true but not everything true must be said not everything true that is out there you know we we sometimes pride ourselves on like well i'm a truth seeker so i'm gonna say it or It's like yes speak the truth always speak the truth what you say should be true but just because something is true doesn't mean you need to say it right now so shit always goes back to timing What else did I want to talk about? There was some fast fashion shit going on. Hold on, let me skip this stupid ad. There's some fast fashion. I just saw a picture of the other, whatever it's called, the desert and shit, the driest point in earth. Just a bunch of clothes laid out. And I thought it was kind of weird why they would have so much clothes there. Why is it their own? Is it just like imports and shit just being left? This is something a product of this ultra like stupid aspect of capitalism, right? The best parts of capitalism is what defines it is that free market shit, is that let me do my own thing and fucking make money. All right, it's beautiful, but let's not waste shit, let's not waste material, let's not waste time and energy in people's lives and extract shit from people. And deprive people of basic necessities. And there's people that don't have clothes and then we got clothes being thrown all around the fucking corner. Like it it don't make no sense. And we need to have more of a purpose behind different things. Have a purpose in what we own. I mean, that's the whole aspect from minimalism. It's not to have no shit. It's not to have nothing. You can have 30, 40, 50, 100 items. As long as each item you own has and carries a purpose of why you have it and why you use it. And with clothes, like Tom Ford paid like $90,000 for something, some outfit. But he's, they were talking about like, you know, luxury fashion, shit like that. And some might argue it's not sustainable. But uh, there is the aspect of it by definition of what makes it sustainable is that it's not shit that is meant to be thrown away, right? You're not buying something for Tom Ford that you're gonna wear for one season and throw it another. But the average person, the average clothes that they buy are not, I, I don't know if people realize it or not, the purpose for them is not to last that long, Right. It's like, um, I don't know. Is there certain things that treat issues or like you need clothes, obviously? So, how come nobody has made a product and said, Hey, buy my t shirt's gonna last you 50 years? Right? When's the last time a company ever told you that? Buy my t shirt's gonna last you 50 years. You can pass this shit off to your grandkids. They can wear your shirt. Talk about hand me downs. That's some hand me down shit. No. And maybe we can't, right? Because that's something we use on a daily basis, but not 50 years, but decent amount of time. We can use different quality materials and make shit a bit more thicker and do more durable and shit like that. Especially with something like hemp, which I've talked before of the of its fibers, how much better it is to use than something like cotton. There's a company called Ancarbon about to, uh, to actually, hold on. I can grab one right now. This shit going to... Okay, this is. Where's the camera? And call it, and call it. Yeah, see, sometimes sometimes nice, nice fucking t-shirt, right? But the beauty of this shit is, if you feel it's made out of recycled plastic, and I've tested it where I've thrown water on this, and it's not gonna get, it's not gonna get wet. Like this is this is my breakup shirt. You know what I'm saying? You take a bitch out to like one last spill and you say, all right, this is fucking over. And when she try to spill her drink on you, be like, jokes on you, bitch, can't touch me. Dun-dun-dun. I can't touch this. and that's basically what this is like it's, it's, it's dope to have that aspect it's dope to have that aspect of something that is flexible that is machine washable that is quality that is gonna last that is built for recycled materials that is the splash proof you know you can work out in it you can do all types of shit in it you know what I'm saying that is more of a trend more of a future thing and so much uh, companies are doing something very similar to that now we're still good. yeah we're still good and it's doesn't cost you much more than what you know regular dress shirts gonna cost you anyway, and if you get the short sleeve ones, which I have one but I don't have it right here, in my closet I think it's in the hamper. And the best thing about it is it's very versatile. You know you can go from like the jungle to the club. You know what I'm saying? From the beach to the office. We're talking about that type of level of versatility. So check them out and collar, and like you know and collar. <laughs> oh came across an article says that narcissism dropped during the great recession right when the 1929 when the stock market collapsed and there was a whole type of great depression era narcissism dropped and i was thinking like how the hell did they research this what do you mean like how do you measure narcissism exactly because i think we live with a bunch of narcissists narcissistics narcissists is it narcissistics or narcissists like if somebody's you know evoking a lot of sarcasm. <clears throat> you come sarcastic. So would you call somebody with a lot of narcissism a narcissist or a narcissistic? I don't know. Correct me on that shit. Let me skip this stupid ad. So I don't know how they measure narcissism and what, but it's, it will make sense, right? Something like the Great Recession is going to go humble your bitch ass. You know what I'm saying? Going from the 20s and, you know, that type of great Gatsby type shit and your fancy tuxedos drinking and fucking and partying all day. And then not having, having to, like, work and struggle for shit, that's going to humble you. Yeah, I that's honestly why narcissism would drop. I feel like that could be related similar to with COVID, that there's something about it that just revealed so many true colors of people. It, like, really demonstrated the type of person you really were. If you were a super germaphobe, afraid type person of the world around you, you locked yourself even more. You were actually loving the... um the lockdown but if you were the type of person that really thrived on social interaction you felt that too you needed that you didn't realize how much you needed it so you didn't have it no more if you were an asshole you were certified asshole if you were a hustler you you know you can see you stay hustling like it really showed us who who we are as a society they really showed the weak points of what we're willing to do and what we're not like all the people buying up toilet paper and going crazy with that shit. I mean, it really shows you so many different things. Um, is it a tragic thing? Yes, yeah. but it do, it does it does come with its. I don't want to say positives, but it does comes with its consequences that shows us where we can improve we have to remember some of the worst things in society do lead to great innovations and do lead to great things that do improve society certain pandemics have brought out things out of society that benefited in the long run which is why a lot of articles and people are talking about why human societies actually need pandemics um what was i gonna say wars for example horrible fucking thing but it does bring out a lot of positivity going back to the great recession all the programs governments were passing when doing shit for the economy It was war that really fixed the shit And it put the U.S. on a global map When the rest of everybody else was fucked up When the rest of the world got fucked over And just left the U.S. and Russia And obviously the U.S. already had that foundation To exceed better than Russia did That had just recently became uh, The type of country that they were at U.S.S.R. United uh, Soviet Socialist Republics. I think that's what it stood for I mean I got all the letters right, so I don't know if it was in that, whatever. Um, Yeah. Narcissism dropped during the Great Recession. Hmm. How do you... Can narcissism be considered like a mental disorder? Like somebody that's depressed or bipolar? Like, could that be considered like in the same group? Or it's like calling someone a narcissist, like calling someone an asshole. Man, you're so narcissistic. Man, you're such an asshole i don't know it's a real question oh don't forget follow me on the ufz.com not dot com on instagram check out zaid.com Z-I-D-E-D, zaid i'm going to posting a lot of these reels if you listen on the audio version of this podcast you want to see reels you want to see sort of snippets or shit like that and, and up to date and a lot of these articles like things that i used to talk about in the podcast i will post them and where i got them and, and discuss them in little captions and shit like that on instagram so follow me for that and the other photos and whatever type of shit you know what i'm saying you following a bunch of random fucks on your instagram anyway might as well follow me or not i don't give a fuck sex robots i mean i I kind of like a little bit of a fuck but not too much of a fuck you know what i'm saying i want to talk about i had this note i don't know if i did an episode on this or not but i had this note like a whole bunch of notes and shit talking about like porn and sex and like just like where i see shit going because i did like a project on sex robots in japan and the idea of them like terrified me because it felt weird that people were seeking sex from a robot and don't get me wrong if i'm in a cabin in the woods all by myself yeah i'll probably use that fucking robot but what seems weird about it is what is the difference from using a sex robot to just jerk it off that's one thing i don't understand but shut up stupid advertisement obvious ass actors So that's another thing because they're using like virtual reality glasses and that's another whole aspect of it too which I'm like are you customizing your experience is that what it is or you just having trouble visualizing your own so you want to use the glasses because if you're customizing it like are you like um increase titties by 30 percent um make vagina tighter by 15 percent. do this do that like is that what you're doing because i'm i'm just curious like how are these like working and like are you adding sound effects too when you're using the virtual glasses and the headphones are you like telling the girl what accent to say he's like i want british i want this i want that you're giving them phrases and you just like literally head-to-toe customizing your complete experience Oh, speaking of like sexual marketing, this frustrates the hell out of me. You know when you be on Snapchat and you look at the little stories and it'll have some like type of like clickbait? And it'll be like, this girl did this. And it's like some blonde with a fat ass in titties. And you click on it. She's not in any of the stories that they share with you. You go through all the way to the end. And you're like, wait a minute. The girl that y'all had on the page on the cover ain't even in any one of these stories. Y'all just used me. It's fucking ridiculous, man. Just wasted four minutes going through all these stupid stories. Then they put ads in the middle of these stories. Fucking Snapchat." okay there's other thing in, in regards to like masturbation and porn that i want to discuss because a lot of people have been discussing this more and i think it's an important conversation to have that necessarily not, not previously necessarily had people have always been masturbating but the aspect of porn has changed it because i see a lot of people or know of a lot of people that watch porn sometimes just to watch and not even watching it to masturbate which is kind of weird to me because like if you want to jerk off just jerk off like there's There's plenty of articles that are for or against it that talk about its health and negative side effects. But my uh, opinion in terms of the articles that discuss the negative health effects of masturbation and the study that they use are probably with people that are using mostly porn to masturbate rather than people that are just masturbating. You know, old school imagination, pictures, newspaper, newspaper, magazine, shit like that, but not necessarily like porn. I think that aspect of it is is, is is totally different and especially for the people that think that that's like representing what sex actually looks like then the other thing yeah yeah, yeah. i was never seeking out porn that's another thing this. i was never seeking out porn when i when i started masturbating because even masturbating itself used to terrify me because i thought it was kind of like cigs like cigarettes, like you would, your first couple of times would like give you such like a rush of like good feeling that you would want to continue doing it. And then you would be doing it throughout the day. And it's kind of ironic because when I do watch other older gents on the on their platform, on their podcast, discuss that with, with about young males, they are usually bring the dude that's uh, examples of men masturbate four or five times throughout the day. And I was like, holy fuck, they are working at these sperm factories. Like that shit is crazy to me. Uh, I started masturbating more when I was smoking weed more for some reason certain strains of weed for me would work like an aphrodisiac and it would sh- make my shit rock hard like a fucking Viagra pill and there was no way to relieve it other than it was like oh shit well, now this is up might as well jerk it off I don't know why that would happen and one, and then one girl told me a lot of girls love to get high before sex and I was like I understand that but one girl told me that it was an issues with the guys she was having sex with, hard for them to get it up. And I was like, nah, with me. <laughs> that wasn't much of an issue. But again, if you were smoking probably like some strong indica and you were just like tired as fuck, well. not tired, but like really relaxed, your whole body wasn't even moving, then even if you could get it up, it's not like you were gonna do a bunch of fucking anyway. Yeah. People report like watching so much porn. Then when you are with a woman, you can't get your dick up and shit like that. I thought that was strange. Um... Wait, what did I write? Ah, nobody believes me, but I'm telling you, a common side effect of this vaccine was making my dick smaller. There's something about it. Ever since I got it, that there's, it's just not quite how it used to. be. I'm looking at it sometimes when it's up and it ain't the same. It's not quite the same, cause like I would use this phone right and I would measure like where the tip like would finish and I'm looking at like where it was and like where it kind of reaches now. I'm like mm, something's off. Something in that vaccine did something to me. I gotta tell you that for the sure. There's a woman. Oh my god! I had a friend that one time told me that he was let me skip the stupid ad. He was having some issues with uh with porn addiction and I, I remember like on youtube you see a bunch of videos and i was like on the ted talks i had a bunch of like going to a bunch of ted talks that i had, like saved and one of them was a woman who had a ted talk on porn addiction and i was like oh as soon as he said that to me that he was having that issue i was like okay i know this i know of this ted talk let me send it to you and when i sent it to him i knew because i'd watched the video i'd seen the the speaker the first thing he tells me is like dude the girl giving the ted speech is like hot as hell i was like i i know and i she it was in sweden and she fine as hell and she's like white she not white she got like this nice sexy tan like almost like she like mediterranean and with her eyes and her hair i'm not gonna lie to you i did search up swedish porn right after i saw the ted talk on porn addiction it's a bit ironic i know but it it is what it is you know what i'm saying Okay, that's all I have to say. This is how long have I been talking? Twenty one minutes. Yeah. Oh, this is perfect for me because I discuss different topics where I can make put them into put upload this whole podcast episode. And then I could also upload smaller videos onto the YouTube channel under each section. And that would allow me to create content on a smaller basis, not smaller basis, what I want to say. And under each niche, like I talked about porn, okay, I can upload something about that. I talked about sex robots, I can upload something about that. When I was talking about fast fashion, I can like put a small video like that. Even if it's like thirty seconds, something like I said, that gives me shorts, that gives me reels. For anybody to think they're doing the same thing, um, this is what I'm doing, learning from from doing from group 80 to music to give myself more what's the word? Not exposure. Content market, what it is, right? You gotta market yourself. Whatever whatever it is you're trying to sell or become or establish as a brand, you need to market yourself. And certain things evolve over word of mouth. But I think each each thing is gonna if you try, you gotta hit it from all fronts. You know what I'm saying? Somebody could blow up once from one music video that wasn't really popular, but if you don't also blow up on people's phones, like ads and, and, and playlists and so many different avenues then that blow up once will attract one group of people. But what is the retention, excuse me, what is the retention from that one blow up? But if you're constantly uploading yourself, constantly programming yourself, constantly marketing yourself, eventually... The core develops. That's what I'm trying to reach. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to reach that core. I'm trying to reach that 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 people that truly fuck with me. Somebody that will pay 5 bucks a month for exclusive podcast and music and shit like that. Exclusive merch and different things like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not looking to try to be like, man, I got 10 million Instagram followers. I really don't give a shit about the fame aspect. But I care about... Is the independence we could create online, digitally. The independence we can create with people that fuck with us and we fuck with them. That's that type of shit that I like, that I appreciate, that we have access to us in this period of history of mankind and not, I, not, had, not was previously accessible to previous generations. So, that's the aspect I like. So, if you enjoy this podcast, you enjoy me, hey, man, do me a quick, solid, and follow me, ZaidUFZ, on Instagram. Uh, Check out more podcast episodes. Uh, DM me, uh, ZaidUFZ, with questions or comments, podcast, even episode suggestions, right? You might be into certain things. I talk about a lot of different things. I could maybe, you know, send you an episode your way that you might enjoy listening to on a car ride or, you know, when you're working out or something like that. Um, Shit, like, comment, subscribe, all that good shit, obviously. And... What was I gonna say check out my music too. stream my music I would greatly appreciate that go on Spotify Apple title whatever uh, stream um any song Dictatorship dictation volume two is out I'm gonna drop another project soon this month at Fraquito Palestino, and I'm working on another one of filter vitamin Z this is the filter vitamin Z podcast but I'm gonna have like like um like a EP like an EP EP is shorter what's a LP is that long project Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. And now Long Project, LP, it's going to be on vitamin Z, um, Propio Disco, like its own own project. Um, And that one is sounding the best. Like I'm hearing it and I'm like, damn, this is going to be what I travel with, what I want to like take with me when I'm traveling, what I'm I'm listening to. So I'm excited to share that with y'all. Anyway, thank you so much. Check out Zayi.com and uh, have a great fucking week. Peace. This is the U of Z flow, yeah yeah. This is the U of Z flow, this is the U of Z flow, what ain't